This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Bronwyn Hershowitz is an art publicist and specialist. She's also my regular guest every second Friday to tell me about what is happening in the world of the arts. Bronwyn, I'm so happy to have you here in studio today. Yeah, it's wonderful being back in Chai FM and the new studios, and it's wonderful to see you after a while. We haven't seen each other for about three weeks. Yeah, and actually, come to think of it, we met at Chai FM. We did. <laughs> so there's full circle here. Full circle. It's beautiful. Um, Bronwyn. Yeah, lots happening. Lots to talk about. Yes. But before we get into the nitty gritty, mm. I haven't actually asked you what it's like to be an arts publicist. Do you enjoy <laughs> the thrill of opening nights and seeing new shows, or does it become work? Well, you know, I love it. I think if you are going to work in the entertainment space, especially theatre, my work is predominantly in the theatre space, you have to absolutely love it because... um yeah, it's not always glamorous, and there is a lot of hard work that goes on behind the scenes, but um, the absolute joy of it is, yes, seeing that final product, and especially with theatre shows, seeing the reaction of the audiences, how much joy they get from that production. So um, I love it. Even the bad times, I just love it. I, I, I wouldn't change it for anything. Does it ever feel like, oh, Gosh, another opening night. <laughs> what am I going to wear? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's so interesting because um, I only think about the what am I going to wear like the day before because you're so busy planning. Um, I think the opening nights are, are mainly for the actors and the media. So they're all glammed up. Um, I obviously try my best. But, yeah, there's a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes work. And uh, after a successful opening night, you go, wow. All of that was worth it, the blood, sweat, and tears. And obviously, there, there, there's going to be drama because we, well, it is the entertainment industry. And yeah, it's, it's sometimes challenging. Um, but like I said, at the end of the day, the end result is a successful opening night. Well, you hope it is a successful opening night and then the joy that it brings people. And, uh, that, that's such a feel good moment for me. Do you know in advance that things are going to work? Um, you can't, no, you can't really, um, anticipate that. Um, obviously if you're working with a great brand, like for example, I'm going to be doing this year's, uh, pantomime, Janice Honeyman pantomime. And, uh, that is a well-loved pantomime. Janice is a household name. Uh, she's been around for about 35 years doing her pantomime. So, uh, in terms of that, you, you know that it'll be well received, but you always do worry about s ticket sales, especially in, in today's climate with the economy, obviously with lockdown and COVID, um, theaters shut down. So you, you're not always, um, overly confident or confident, uh, because anything can change the outcome of a show or or the participation or ticket sales of a show. So you really just uh, pray to the theatre gods <laughs> that uh, people do buy tickets and do come and support. Um, it, there's no formula. Like I've always, I always say to myself, like, how did that work and this didn't? Mm. And there isn't a formula. There isn't any equation. Um, yeah, you, I often you know, wonder it's about difficult. Hollywood because they must have a formula by now. You know, I mean, after all these years of. And then sometimes they get it so wrong. Yeah, I think I think in terms of films, I think there is like a, a a formula in terms of like your script or what makes people like a film, and then obviously they use the big names to sell the show. But yeah, a lot of shows um, that uh, 
you know, come out, don't do well. And then sometimes years later, like 10 years, 20 years later, they do incredibly well. Um, I, I don't even think they know. Yeah. Um, you know, it is really luck. It is timing, what's happening in the world, uh, word of mouth. It, it's very tricky. It is very tricky. Do you have a favorite kind of genre? Well, I mean, mode. I love musical theater. Okay. So um, I work mainly with musical theater shows. Um, but, uh, you know, I, you know I've, I've been so lucky to work with so many talented people in different genres. I mean, I've done a lot of um, contemporary dance pieces. And uh, just seeing the, the hard work and effort that those dancers put into that genre of dance is incredible to watch. Because contemporary dance is very niche. It's not, it's not very commercial. Not everybody understands it. And, uh, yet when you watch that person pouring their hearts out on stage, you get it. And it's, it's just wonderful. But yeah, musical theater is my thing. I love it. Um, but any good theater piece, anything. Anything that moves you. 100%. And that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. It's supposed to connect at, not, at a different level to what we normally connect with 100%. each other. 100%. And it's so subjective, and that's the thing. So something that, like you, you asked me earlier, do you know something will work? Well, you don't. It really just depends on the person. It, it can also depend on the mood of the person, what yeah. they're going through. So I could love something, and my friend could dislike it. And, you know, that's just a personal subjective opinion, really. So... Um, like you said, if it moves you, it moves you. <laughs> so what is going to move us this t- today? Well, someone who I really admire uh, in the comedy uh, film sector, an American Jewish man, uh, got honored in March. So, yeah, we have to backdate a little bit because I just wanted to share this with everyone. So the John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts uh, presented its 24th Mark Twain Prize for American humor to Adam Sandler. So not he's not everyone's cup of tea. I absolutely adore him. I love his comedy. Um, he's he's very different, and I do feel that he's very deserving of this prize personally. And if you look online at the beautiful tributes that his colleagues and friends. Um, presented to him at the awards, you'll understand why he has been so successful. So, um, you know, not only is he, I think, a comedy genius because he's so original, (laughs) but he's so generous to his friends and fellow actors. So a lot of his friends who um, he actually met, I think it was on Saturday Night Live back in the day, like long, a long, long time ago. Just let me stop. Mm. Can you just tell me some of the movies that he's been in? Oh, 100%. So a lot of um, comedies like Waterboy. Um, he's actually just recently done Murder Mystery with Jennifer Aniston. There's the sequel that's just come out on Netflix. Uh, I actually just finished watching it. Watch the first one first, then the sequel. Um, he's... He's done a, a program called Grown Ups, Big Daddy, Happy Gilmore. Um, you know, he, he's done so much, but he's also a serious um, actor as well. He's done a lot of serious films. He's actually really um, uh, gained a lot of acclaim for his acting as a serious actor uh, or a dramatic actor, let's put it that way. So, um, like I said, you know, he's not everyone's um, flavor. Uh, it's a very specific distinct humor that he presents i love it i think he's brilliant um happy gilmore's the uh 
the the, the golf um, the golf story. He's not your favorite, I can tell. No, 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 I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I just love it. The Water Boy is um, is another big one, a big favorite of mine as well. Um, you know, in the nineties, he I just loved watching his programs. Um, so yeah, Big Daddy, the lo- the longest yard. Um, that was, I think, a more serious uh, film that he did. Um, there's one, I think it was called Uncut Gems or something. I cannot, oh, sorry, it's just Next actually second. left my head. But um, that was also a very serious show, and I think it um, it was nominated for a few awards. Uh, so, yeah, he's... So he was recognized. He, he was recognized, yeah. And he's... Um, but like I said, like what I really love is how generous he is. So a lot of the um, friend actors of his... Uh, he's given work to, and you'll see uh, reoccurring roles like Rob Schneider, for example, David Spader, for example. Um, they've all had little features in his movies because he they're like family terms, so yeah. he brings them into the business. And a lot of them uh, really did thank him for their careers. Wow, that's really amazing. So that's how generous and he, he is. is. And he is also very, like, in your face, too. Yes. He's and not he, like unashamed, unapolo- you know, he's and, unapologetic. And he made the Hanukkah song. Yes. So, uh, so, you know. So we have something to sing at Hanukkah time too. Exactly, exactly. So that's uh, amazing. And, uh, uh, a nice little fact about the, um, the Mark Twain Prize. The first one was in 1998 and it was presented to Richard Pryor. So, uh. Wow. So real comedy greats have received this award. So we are going to take our break and after the break we're going to look at what's happening back home. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Bronwyn Hershovitz, art publicist and specialist. Bronwyn, earlier this week we commemorated Yom HaShoah and obviously this is a theme that has been picked up often. By the movies, mm. what has what have we seen to commemorate that? Well, it's really quite remarkable. Um, I like to um, just add that this is a story really that um, just shows that music really can save a life, right? So, in honor of uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day or Yom HaShoah, we actually uh, commemorated it on Tuesday. PBS premiered a documentary about a Polish-Jewish singer who survived two and a half years in the Auschwitz-Birkenau concentration camp um, by actually singing for his Nazi captors. Mm. What a story. Um, Remarkable. So now what's happened is Hillary Rodham Clinton and Chelsea Clinton have now produced a documentary called How Saba Kept Singing. Sure. So Saba being grandfather. Now, um, this documentary follows the musician and longtime cantor, David Saba Wisnia, and his grandson, Avi Wisnia, and they travel back to Poland mm. during the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz to learn more about his experience during the Holocaust. It's so remarkable. I haven't seen it yet, obviously. I think, I don't think it's come here yet. Um, but what a remarkable, remarkable story. So, uh, late in life, David served as a cantor at the Temple Shalom in Levittown, Pennsylvania, for 28 years, hmm. and then as cantor for Hatsina Hebrew Congregation of Trenton, New Jersey, for 23 years. And he also released a memoir in 2015 entitled One Voice, Two Lives. Hmm. So really, music can save a life. Unfortunately, uh, David passed away in June 
2021, he was 94 years old. That's incredible. You know what I think we should do, Bronwyn, mm. at a later stage? Just go into Holocaust movies. Mm. Just do that as 100%. a 100%. Because there's so much there. Yeah. That needs to be looked at. Absolutely. And just inspiring stories of overcoming that trauma and that tragedy. Uh, and these people, you know, most of them, I mean, I obviously can't speak for everyone, but the stories that I've heard, they really, they came out, they weren't bitter. Obviously, they had to deal with the trauma and they, they really created incredible lives for themselves. And that is inspiring, and I think we can all learn from that because mm. we all sit sometimes, and myself mm. included, and go, oh, you know, this problem, yeah. and we forget actually it's not a problem. Um, look at these people. And for him to have this successful career as a cantor, and the music, yeah, I mean, I think music does unite people, and I know it sounds very cliched, but here's it a does. story that proves it. Yeah, absolutely. And back home. Yeah, back home. And, yes, we're always celebrating people and actors and uh, two special ladies from our community, Laurie Strauss and Sharon Spiegel-Wagner, have created a production company called Bad Moms, where they produced, where they produce, excuse me, uh, music review shows. Very somewhat autobiographical, quite funny, and uh, they are moms. So I think that's obviously where the name comes from. <laughs> and uh, they will be presenting a show at the Theatre on the Square that's run by Daphne Kuhn, another community member, and it's called The Dress Code. And uh, this is just about the importance of clothing in our lives, obviously, um, The Dress Code. And uh, they, they have, uh, I, ha I obviously don't know what songs are included, but I can assure you they have a beautiful uh, set of music, comedies. Um, Sharon... Um, Sharon's been in quite a few musicals, and she's actually in a movie on Netflix. And once again, I cannot remember the name of it. Uh, a comedy. It's a bit risque. So I, I, I would suggest uh, people watch it at their own, uh, you know, discretion. But um, she's done so well, and she's such a talent. And I remember her from school. And it's so amazing to to remember her from then and now. What school did you go to? King David Linksfield. King David Linksfield, yes. sure. Which is also a place that um, encourages art and yeah. theatre and a love for it. Mm, Dance. Absolutely. And uh, what's so special is, I didn't know Laurie at, um, or Laurie at school, but uh, the two of them have been friends since high school. So they've grown up together. They've obviously remained in contact. I'm assuming their children are friends. <laughs> so it's quite a nice initiative because also in this industry, you really have to create your own work a lot of yeah. the time. And here they are, and they get to sing and be in charge of the work that they perform in and produce. And that, that's kind of, as you say, it is a tough industry, but sometimes yeah. it forces one to do what really is needed and yeah. let's create new and your own work absolutely so that's uh that's opening on the 9th of may at the theater on the square i think you can book online or call the theater uh, tickets are available um i always enjoy watching it it's light fun yes it is you know um especially now that winter's coming up we, we need to you know get out of the dark houses into the light theater and you know let someone else have that responsibility for a couple of hours to entertain absolutely and uh, it's safe at Santon, so uh, yes, good, nice parking. You can go for dinner if you want, go see a show. You know, it's a whole night out. And, uh, yeah, I'd recommend this. And Alan Swerdlow is one of my favorite directors, and he's directing the production. Oh, so. that's amazing. Yeah, he's one of my favorite too. Yeah. 
Bronwyn, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for coming in, and we'll see. We'll do this all again in two weeks' time. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much. That was Bronwyn Hershowitz updating us as we go into the weekend to get us kind of into the mood for that as well. So thank you for that.